Hi, I'm Ezra Fieldsmeyer. And I'm Marty Harding. And welcome back to another episode of Animation and Beyond. We missed you all. We hope you had great holidays. It's been a long time since we did an episode. Yeah, I know. And in, on this episode, we're talking about Roald Dahl's classic story, Matilda, which just got a new movie. That's right. The new movie was out back in December of 2022. Christmas Day, December 25th on Netflix. That's right. A Christmas present to the world. And this movie has had other renditions on Broadway and another film version and even a book, the book which it was based on by Roald Dahl. So we're very excited to talk about this story and its evolutions. Ezra has seen the new movie, so we'll get to hear what he thinks about it. And yeah, we've got a great episode and we're happy to be back. Yeah. Before we get to Matilda, though, we're going to do an actor feature on... Danny DeVito. Yes. So. What what comes to your mind, Ezra, when you think of Danny DeVito? Like he was in a lot of things, I know, like animated films such as Hercules, The Lorax, and Smallfoot. Oh, and also Space Jam. That's right. He also has been in some non-animated movies, including One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and the TV series Taxi. He was in The Jewel of the Nile and Romancing the Stone, all really famous movies in which he almost always played a comedic character. Yeah, I know, and he was also in the in the live-action remake of Dumbo from Disney. That's right, that's right. And he has, you know, a career that spans a long time in a lot of different positions. I know he founded his own film studio. He has voice acted, obviously. He has acted in live-action films. He has been a producer, and he has been a director. I know, Am I missing anything there? Any roles he's played, Ezra? Hmm. Well, I know in for the animated voices, he voiced the title character in the Lorax. He also he was Swackhammer in Space Jam, Philoctetes in Hercules, and Migo's dad in Smallfoot. Yes. And he's got, I must say, a pretty unique voice, don't you think? Yeah, like Brooklyn accent. Yeah, even though he was raised in New Jersey. So he's from New he's from New Jersey. He has four siblings as a little bit of background. He went to a private boarding school in New Jersey until he went to the Eugene O'Neill American Academy of Dramatic Arts. So he did go to acting school. Well, yeah, I know. And what was Danny DeVito's involvement with Matilda, Ezra? He was the narrator and he also played Harry Wormwood, who was Matilda's unloving uh, bother, who wasn't really loving. He was pretty abusive and greedy. Definitely, yeah. He he was that character in the 1996 Matilda film, which was the first film. Yes, I know. And his wife played Mrs. Wormwood, right? And they weren't actually loving to Matilda. They were pretty selfish and greedy and, not, and pretty abusive. Yes, it's true. They did awful things to Matilda, but Danny DeVito is a comedic actor, and so they put a kind of comedic spin. He's really good at um, portraying absurdity, don't you think? Yes, and he also narrated the film as well. That's right. He So he was the voice, you know, again, classic voice, a classic recognizable voice, kind of telling the story of the film as it happens. I know. And now let's get to our feature presentation and talk about Roald Dahl's famous classic story. Matilda. 
Yes. Matilda, which is written by Roald Dahl and illustrated by Quentin Blake, was first published in 1988. That's right. And it stars a young girl who we find out has secret talents and is incredibly gifted in school. She's very smart, who unfortunately is born to a set of parents that don't want her. I remember, yes, and then she goes to a boarding school where it's run by the evil and abusive and unkind Agatha Trunchbull, who, who despises children and treats them very miserably, and because she's evil, unkind, and very unfriendly. That's right. She represents, you know, how unfortunate it is when people who are terribly awful with children make their way into leadership positions over children. And she's just, she's horrible to these students, including Matilda. I know, but they, there is a kind, nice teacher who is gentle and sweet and friendly, unlike Miss Trunchbull named Miss Jennifer Honey. That's right. Miss Honey is almost as sweet as her name, don't you think? Yes. And so Miss Honey befriends Matilda, along with a couple of other kind adults in her life. And through their friendship, Matilda gains some confidence to call into question Miss Trunchbull's, you know, awful antics. Yes, and stands up to go against her. And of like, of course, how she forced a boy named Bruce to eat a chocolate cake. Yeah, just one of the awful things that Miss Trunchbull did. And Matilda tries to defend him. And I know her father is very abusive to her and treats her very miserably. He does, Mr. Wormwood. And can we just, for a second, Ezra, appreciate how wild these names are in Matilda? Mrs. Trunchbull, Mr. and Mrs. Wormwood. It's like the names of these characters in Roald Dahl fashion almost communicate how you're supposed to feel about them. Yes, like in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, another Roald Dahl story, like Augustus Gloop, Baruch Assault, and things like that. Yeah, exactly. They're names that call attention to certain attributes of those characters. I know. So I don't know what a trench bowl is. It just sounds mean. <laughs> I know, yes. Um, and, or Slugworth, from also from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which was probably Roald Dahl's most famous. That's right. Great example. So Matilda organizes the children in a revolt against Mrs. Trunchbull with the assistance of her secret powers and her genius and Miss Honey. She stands up for what we believe in that everyone should be treated fairly and nicely and nobody should be abused. That's correct, which shouldn't be a hard concept. I mean, we are talking about children and children certainly should not be abused, but... Matilda really spells it out for Mrs. Trunchbull and all of the villains in this story. And eventually, Miss Trunchbull does get what she deserves. That's right. And what's that? She just runs away and never comes back. But what becomes of her later remains a mystery. Yes. So that's the general layout of the story of Matilda, originally by Roald Dahl. This story got so popular that they wound up making a movie rendition of it, which we've mentioned, produced by or directed by Danny DeVito. Yes, who narrated the film as well, and it came out in 1996, the same year as another Roald Dahl adaptation, James and the Giant Peach, made by Disney. Oh, I didn't realize that they came out the same year. Which happens to be the same year I was born. That's right, Ezra. Wow, you were born in a great year for films. I know, yes. So this first movie adaptation of Matilda, did it change anything about the story? Hmm, I guess some... Like, Matilda also, in the film, didn't just have an abusive parents. She also had a brother. Was the brother abusive as well? 
Yeah, I guess he was, but not as much as the parents were. But I know the film, though, was did receive near universal acclaim and was well received by critics, but did underperform at the box office, I know, and was kind of a flop despite the positive reaction. Interesting. I wonder if that had anything to do with just kind of the negative subject matter. I guess, though, and it was similar to how James and the Giant Peach, which came out earlier in the year, also was a flop despite receiving mostly positive reviews. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you say both of those stories have kind of hard and difficult topics in them? Yes, because of Miss Trunchbull and Aunt Spiker and Sponge are evil and, and just like to be very abusive and they're very greedy. Yeah, and so those are subjects that it might be a little bit easier to read about, but to see it on screen, maybe people didn't like seeing that as much. I guess, yeah. I know Matilda in some ways is kind of like Annie. That's true. I see that correlation. Another story about a child with who suffers abuse from an awful headmistress. Yes, and later gets adopted by a nice, kind person. Absolutely, though Miss Honey and Daddy Warbox are pretty different. I mean, unlike Annie, Matilda isn't an orphan. That's right, that's right. Let's talk about the musical, Ezra, which I saw on Broadway when I was in high school. That's awesome. I don't think I saw it, but I heard it was good, just like the famous book. And it had really great music. It did. It was an incredible show. They got all of these child actors to sing fantastic songs that were worked into the plot of the story. So it was the same old Matilda, just like the book and the movie, but it had these songs to accompany the story and really convey emotion through music. I know, yeah. And some of them are really catchy, like naughty and loud, and we are revolting children. I see, yeah. It just became a movie for Netflix. And it starred Emma Thompson as Mrs. Trunchbull. I know. That's right. So the new movie is a musical version. I understand they sing almost all of the songs from the Broadway musical, except for a couple, which is really nice. Obviously, the musical was a lot longer than the new movie is, so they did have to cut some things out. But they kept a lot of the songs that are most popular. I know the remake, this new Matilda film was almost two hours and the original Matilda was like a little over an hour and a half. You mean the original film one? Yeah, from the 90s was an hour and a half, but this one was almost two hours. Gotcha. Yeah, that's probably because they added the music in. I know it was different from the other one. Emma Thompson, I thought, was really good as Miss Trunchbull, the villain. Oh, yeah. Emma Thompson has played villains before, but she's also played a lot of nice characters. And when I saw the trailer for this movie... I was shocked by how evil she seemed. Is she pretty scary in the movie? I think she is, yeah. And a very abs- and definitely one we love to hate. Yeah. And are there any other prominent actors in the new adaptation? Hmm, like Lashana Lynch plays Miss Honey. Oh, gotcha. And Stephen Graham plays Mr. Wormwood. And who plays Matilda? Alicia Weir. A young child actress. I don't think I've seen her in anything before. So overall, Ezra, did you like the new movie? Yes, I did. And I understood, of course, the themes of it about child abuse and bullying, which are obviously the main themes of the story of Matilda. Yes, absolutely. And those themes can be pretty harsh. You know, they're not very bubble wrapped in this movie in any of the versions. They're right out there to be seen. These awful things happen to children. And ultimately, the children are victorious. They do overcome them, but they are hard themes. Yes, yeah, so and they go overcome them and they work together, 
go against Miss Trunchbull, who gets what they deserve, and then at the end, they all live happier lives, happier, easier lives, and are no longer abused. Yes, and that that honestly makes it a lot better that it does have a happy ending, just like Annie. Yes, I know. I know that Matilda is definitely a book made frets for older kids, and the films I know are definitely, I don't think, ones for like kids five or under. Definitely not. I would say even kids maybe 12 and under probably shouldn't watch these films for a few years. I agree. Yes, definitely for older kids. Yeah. Anything else you want to add about Matilda, Ezra? It has a great story about a young girl who stands up against abuse and wants to make things better. Yes, I love Matilda. She's a spunky character. She starts a revolution. I love the kids versus bullies theme. Um, it's very inspiring. Kids can do a lot. Kids are powerful, right? Yes, and Matilda's a very likable main character. Let's move on into our first trivia question of the new year. Hmm. About Matilda. Who was originally going to play Agatha Trunchbull in the 1996 film of Matilda? If you think you know the answer, be sure to listen in in two weeks where we will reveal the answer in our next episode of Animation and Beyond. That's right. This year we are going to a bi-weekly schedule, so we'll be putting out two episodes a month just as a heads up to everyone. So you will hear from us in two weeks. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation and Beyond. Bye! Goodbye!